Welcome back to Inside the Game, brought to you by Raider Media. It's the Dakar Rally 2020 edition with Toyota Gazoo Racing. I'm here at the bivouac in the morning of Stage 10. Stage 9 done and dusted, only three more to go. And uh, competitors about to enter the dreaded marathon stage. Two days of racing, uh, but no service in between. So they're going to have to look after their own cars. I'm going to interrupt Mario D'Souza now. Because he's chatting to Janelle Davidius. Uh, sorry, Kili, I'm just going to interrupt quick. You're about to climb into your car. Sorry, Mario. Uh, tell me a bit more about the marathon stage. Yeah, we're going into the, the empty quarter, so-called empty quarter today. So it should be interesting. We're going to have a look what it looks like. Um, yeah, first part of the marathon stage today with some uh, nice big dunes at the end. Uh, then we spend the night there without uh, any service of the mechanics or anything. So uh, we have to look after the the cars and then tomorrow back um, out of uh, the empty quarter back here so um, yeah it's going to be a tough two days um, and uh, yeah we'll be trying our best yeah i don't really recall a marathon stage starting this late in a dakar usually it's a little earlier on and they call it the great equalizer because uh, it puts the privateers on a level playing field with uh, the work sites um, is that really the case is your eyes rolling i'm not i'm not quite sure about that um but yeah, look, I mean, it's uh, you have to you have to take care of the car. But I can tell you up front, I mean, the the pace that uh, NASA and the, the two minis, especially NASA, is going at now is is, is insane. And um, I don't see that uh, that they're going to go any slower. I mean, the the gap at the front is 24 seconds, and um, you know they're going to be pushing really, really hard today and also tomorrow. So uh, there's not really marathon for them, although it's a bit longer without service. But it's going to be flat out. As we speak, uh, there goes NASA and Mathieu. I mean, 24 seconds separating them and Carlos Sainz after what around 5,000 kilometers of racing. It's unheard of almost. Yeah, it's very close. You know, um, when was it? Uh, 2011, I think. Um, uh, uh, Carlos beat NASA by two minutes and twelve seconds, which is the which was the closest finish in the Dakar history. So maybe this this year it's going to be the other way around and even closer. And uh, on a personal note, how are you feeling? You're about to hit the road. I know that uh, you're suffering the ill effects of a neck injury picked up a, a couple of days ago. Then you re-injured it. Yeah, no, I mean now now it, it actually feels uh, feels feels fine again. Um, the physios did a great job here, and. Um, yeah, we just have to try and push as hard as we can. But um, you know, at the moment, it's it's um, you know, for me, it's not possible to to do the the, the speed of NASA. He's, he's just doing an incredible job now, and you know, it's great for the team that he's 24 seconds behind the minis. Um, but we'll push as hard as we can, you know, and uh, try and stay as close as we can, and uh, you know, see what happens. Good luck. We'll see you in two days' time, as uh, you have to service your own car later tonight and uh, say goodbye to these mechanics for a full 24 hours. I, I won't have to service it. It's a Toyota Hilux, so nothing will be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. Uh, you like the confidence there, Glenn? Yeah, it's, uh, it's what, we tr what we say to the drivers. Walk around it, look at it. If there's nothing, uh, nothing leaking uh, or, or nothing loose, just leave it and go to bed. So, yeah, I like the confidence. It's good, but it's always stressful. It's actually more stressful for us here in the pits for the next... Uh, you know, 24 hours than it is for the drivers. They know what's going on, but uh, let's see what happens today. A freezing start to the morning. I, I didn't realize Saudi Arabia was going to be this cold. And uh, I was chatting to the guys now, and they said they can't wait. It's their day off. They're going to climb back into their tent and sleep for 24 hours. 
Yeah, they are, but uh, they won't be sleeping for 24 hours. I've got some jobs for them to do. They're going to find out that later this morning. But, uh, yeah, I think every member of the team will be watching the step-by-step on the stages, and the stress is really high. But, uh, yeah, it's cold here. Wow, very. And, uh, yeah, you must be thrilled with the position, especially from what took place yesterday. 24 seconds separating Nasser and uh, Carlos. Uh, unbelievable. I, Janil just mentioned the closest ever finisher was back in 2011 or something when Nasser won. I mean, when Carlos won just over a minute ahead of Nasser. Uh, we looking as if this could go down to the wire even, even tighter than that. Oh, my God. I, I don't know. We're going to be exhausted with that. It's... Um it actually feels different to last year. When we had 40 minutes, it was ours just to throw away lead. Now we're in a real fight. It doesn't feel as bad, but I mean, obviously, it's uh, it, it's stressful because we're we're in it, we're going for it, and if uh, something happens, well, at least we tried the maximum. And uh, I, I see NASA this morning. We can't make a plan because it's every day is day by day. How many spares? We've got quite a few spares in. But NASA said tonight, if it's uh, if we're in a good position, we take the spares out if we've got a fight. So this really is day by day. I don't think you could have wished for a better performance yesterday from all of your guys. Uh, all four cars in the top ten with Fernando Alonso's performance again, edging him into ten spot. Yeah, great. Yeah, absolutely great. And... Uh, to open the road for 300 k's was uh, a bigger job than most people think about. I mean, you know, uh, n- not easy at all. And I did see a little bit of, uh, can we say, fatigue creeping in yesterday after the concentration, but uh, he'll be fighting fit this morning. But, uh, yeah, Nessa's performance yesterday was exceptional. To, um, to do that performance, to do that speed without any real damage to the car... He was beyond flat out. He was really over the limit, but somehow still safe. Would there be some uh, team orders or or will there be some collaboration between Stefan and Carlos at the front uh, regarding teamwork, uh, trying to to stop NASA from, uh, I see you again rolling your eyes. What do you reckon is going to, how is it going to play out? Well, I don't, I don't know. Carlos is an absolute fighter. We, there was a, you know, discussion about a possible speed penalty, speeding fine for uh, uh, Nasser yesterday, and uh, it wasn't true or it was gone. And I heard last night through the grapevine, Carlos was at the PCO, uh, making sure that it, somebody just didn't remove it. So he's fighting in every, every detail. We've got to remember, there was three minutes for the non-overtaking, which NASA didn't think was uh, correct at all. It was a, you know, Matthew said it was his problem in the beginning. So we've lost some chunks down the way. Whether they play team orders, I don't know. NASA's job today is to get to Stefan and stick with him like glue and then decide what to do as they go later in the stage. Carlos will be fighting from a better start position, I think, flat out all day. So look for fireworks from him. Oh, it's going to be an exciting day. Uh, we keep on saying it, the game-changing day, the, the, the moving days, but I think every day has been those over the last three or four days. Absolutely. And I, the road service yesterday, um, I asked uh, Bernard, and I said, was, uh, what was the stage like? Demanding, you know, and the first time he had a real, real sweat on. And... Uh, I said scary or demanding and he said no demanding it was a lot of concentration and a lot of precision work through the rocks and keeping the speed high so every day we say this is going to be the day and we just 
with our fingernails pulling that you know that race to us best of luck today <laughs> thanks Derek yeah speaking of Bernard Tinbrinker joining me right now <laughs> Bernard geez uh, cold start to the day but uh, all four Hiluxes in the top 10 now uh, what a performance for Toyota Gazoo Racing yeah, till now uh, it's very good, uh, but uh, yeah, we have still uh, three long days to go. Uh, but yeah, to be honest, I didn't expect that uh, before. Uh, okay, you hope that, but uh, for Toyotas, uh, all top ten, yeah, it's very good. Uh, yeah, and the marathon stage about to commence makes life a little tougher for you drivers and navigators. It's not just about driving and, and navigating now; it's also about uh, fixing possible problems that you could pick up uh, along the way. Yeah, uh, exactly. Uh, and the, the the thing for today is not to have some problems uh, because uh, look, uh, we are driver and co-driver. We are not mechanics. And uh, to be honest, we can we can do something, but uh, big repairs we cannot do it. And uh, this is what you must avoid uh, today and tomorrow. And uh, yeah, it's always a little bit uh, exciting uh, to to drive the marathon day. Uh, but on the other side, when you think when you think too much on this, you are not focused anymore. And uh, I I want try to forget that and do my job and uh, and like I always do looking at the top 24 seconds separating NASA and Carlos uh, unbelievable after so many hours so many kilometers of driving that it's still that tight yeah it's unbelievable I think this is the closest uh, uh, the closest one I ever see and uh, but uh, yeah let's see what's uh, how uh, where we are tomorrow night uh, uh, because maybe uh, NASA uh, makes maybe five or ten minutes uh, during the marathon uh, stage. It should be nice. But uh, yeah, and also for us, uh, we are now on P7, and uh, in, in 15 minutes uh, we go from P7 to P5, and uh, and uh, 15 minutes more we are P4. And but also the rear, uh, when you look at uh, Ceradori, it's uh, only 15 minutes behind us. Uh, he's he's a quick driver with a quick buggy. Uh, the buggy go has a uh, high top speed, and that means also we have a little pressure from behind. But yeah, everything is possible, and this is nice uh, for this Dakar. And also, from a personal point of view, your last two Dakars heartbreaking ends uh, right at the death of both races. This time around, uh, as you said, P7 to P5, just around the corner, and the end in sight. Uh, and you want to get this guy home. Yes, of course, but okay. Uh, last couple of uh, Dakars, I I have also the end uh, in the, in my vision, and uh, <laughs> I don't want to think about the last two Dakars. But uh, till now, everything uh, went well. Uh, Tom does very good. Uh, the Toyota is very good, and yeah, uh, let's 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 hope that we can do our thing and can finish uh, what result us giving. And, uh, yeah, I mean, you mentioned, Tom. Now, what's it been like? I mean, you, you old friends, uh, first time racing together for Toyota Gazoo at the Dakar. Yes, uh, last time was uh, 2016, uh, uh, also with Toyota. Uh, 2015, we make together P7, and, uh, yeah, we want to do it a little bit better this time. Brilliant, sir. Thanks so much, Bernard, and best of luck for today. Yes, thank you. Tom, huh? you excited for today? No. <laughs> I, I don't like marathon stages. I know it's it's in the spirit and fighting and being dirty and, and whatever and suffering. But um, it's going too fast to have marathon days, you know. We chatted a little bit yesterday at the end of uh, stage nine, and uh, I spoke to you about being mechanically minded. The guys are very confident in that you're able to fix things out there. But you said, well, we are, but uh, it doesn't really matter because at the end of the day, after many many hours of racing, uh, many things could go wrong. Yeah, for sure. When I think no, we are 
I think we raced until now 30 hours, 38 hours and something non-stop. So, uh, of course, everything uh, in one second. Uh, lo look at what happened two days ago. We almost lost the race over there and uh, it can go so fast. But okay, the day is that the, the message is not to have any big impacts and uh, so we will not have to show our skills tonight uh, and we can rest. But again, I find uh, we are 2020. Uh, time for marathon stages and suffering that was 30 years ago and not now anymore and just quickly how are you finding Saudi Arabia oh fucking cool um, there's so much potential for a rally over here you can go in all the corners of this country uh, and it's a beautiful nature it's a look at the pics that uh, but that we knew before you know when we got the pics of the recce it was uh, it was going to be uh, uh, astonishing and it is it is but uh, but again uh, they can go anywhere here and I think we are good for the next four years. Brilliant. Tom, best of luck today. Thanks. Glenn, just chatting to uh, Tom. Uh, yeah, he's very nervous about the marathon stage. Uh, he says he's never been a fan. Yeah, I think all the co-drivers are because at the end of the day, they end up doing quite a lot of work uh, there and the responsibility sort of falls onto them to do more jobs than the drivers generally. So, <clears throat> the drivers always got to go and get their beauty sleep, you know, get charge the batteries, and the co-drivers are left with many jobs. Okay, it's going to be easier this year with the closed road book. So um, perhaps Tom hasn't thought about that because he's still worrying about all the work he's got to do tonight. So the closed road book, which means no work for the co-drivers going through the book tonight, will kind of help the situation there. Yeah. Uh, speaking of fixing the cars or doing limited damage to the cars or trying as much um, I had a hand at changing a tyre the other day with uh, Ben Consanduros and yeah that, uh, that was interesting yeah I, I watched you and uh, yeah it took two of you to lift the tyre to put it on the car and you know Fernando's quite a small guy and he picks it up and puts it on it's 35 kilos for the listeners which doesn't sound that much but it's in a very tricky position and uh, you know, you've got to slide it onto the stud, so you're in all the wrong physical position to do it. But I think your knees are a bit stiff, uh, Derek, to get down there and get physical with it, you know? Yeah, I actually had a look at the video last night. Uh, we're going to screen it on Supersport later today. And, yeah, it looked like four guys with all left feet. It was ridiculous. But, uh, yeah, I'd like to have another crack a little later. But um, overall, Glenn, are you happy with how things are going with the Toyota Hilux? Uh, I mean, again, we spoke about the 24 seconds, but uh, you, you must be chuffed with uh, where things stand at the moment. Again, for all four in the top ten. Yeah, I think well, I was just discussing with, the, with all the number ones on the cars a few minutes ago. The preparation we've got has been superb this year. The cars are you know, extremely uh, reliable so far. Jeez, touch wood, we shouldn't say this halfway through. But the guys have only had routine maintenance to do on the vehicles, so plenty of work, plenty of checking, but really they've been absolutely fantastic. Well, I loved Achilles' uh, comment a little earlier when I spoke to him about needing the mechanics. He said, no, you won't need them, it's a Hilux. Yeah, it's good. It really is. I mean, you cannot believe the punishment that the cars were taking. We were, had the good fortune to stop next to a stage the other day where they came down and breaking into a... Um, into a control zone to cross the road Whew. I mean it was the last of the late breakers to get every half second uh, I mean quite a few of the cars slid over the banking a meter high you know rocks the size of footballs lying around and you think wow it's like this and that was just one spot in 4000 K so uh, they're really being pushed to the limit there's no question <coughs>
No question that Peru was a happy hunting ground for you guys, having won the title last year. But it was very much the same almost each and every day in terms of terrain. I mean, there's sand, sand, and more sand. Uh, this a lot more varied. Uh, you enjoy racing out here in Saudi? Yeah, yes. Look, the new country, the organization has been great. The terrain has been changing each day, but not totally to our, our liking, which brings me to a, a good point. You know, um, we've been talking a little bit about the restrictor, and uh, somebody showed me some posts on the, somebody's Facebook. Oh, Glenn's whinging. Why don't they build a car with a diesel engine and... and do all of those things and it kind of disappointed me i'm not whinging about us not having the top speed or the wrong engine i'm kind of disappointed in the organization uh the rules side of it that in 2018 when we were finally given the same amount of air for the engine as the diesel um the fia performance uh review was peugeot and toyota which peugeot had won three times by then by the way were well balanced at all altitudes for acceleration and I thought at last all of the global experts have been telling me it should be the same and then we get reduced one millimeter so I'm not whinging I'm just kind of disappointed and uh, those are that those are facts I, I can't change that we don't want to build a, a two-wheel drive Toyota sells four-wheel drive off-road vehicles this is what we're here to do the car looks exactly like a Hilux everybody says that was my um, directive from Toyota's marketing aspect and we use the highest cleanest uh, engine highest performance cleanest engine that Toyota make in this uh, the petrol 5 litre engine it's what it now I think maybe the latest turbo petrol engines are, are cleaner should you say or greener so you know it's not really on my shoulders I'm just uh, as I say, a bit disappointed in the rules after the analysis in 2018 that finally we had the same amount of air for the engines and the performance was good at all altitudes. Okay, well, that being that may, uh, you're still within 24 seconds of the lead. How do you, say to, uh, how, how do you see today playing out? Um, give us a prediction. We just had uh, Bernard and Tom shoot off. How's it going to go? Uh, we don't know. We'll tell you later. Thanks for listening to Inside the Game. Brought to you by Radar Media.